0: This is Elsia.
1: Pronounced local.
0: Or living a creative life.
1: I'm Rawat Majdi.
0: And I'm
1: We're creatives talking to creatives about what it means to be a creative.
0: So get ready for some delicious conversations and awesome takeaways so that you can maximize your own creative life.
1: Today we have Sheikh al-Habshi. She's an artist trying to understand the world around her through illustration and art, delving into tougher topics such as vulnerability, heartbreak, self-care, and trying to deal with that in the age of social media and the strive for the most in- Instagrammable life. Welcome, Sheikha. We're super excited to have you here today. Hello. Hi. Sheikha, how did you get started into illustration? Uh, Well, basically, it all started around
2: February 2018. Uh, I was going through a kind of like a hard time. And there was this specific moment in which uh, I just wanted to find something where somebody else was kind of going through the same thing that I was going through, Mm -hmm. but not in terms of music, but something that I could actually see or even just like my my lock screen, for example. Mm -hmm. And so I went on Tumblr and I just wrote self-care illustrations I did, had no idea that that would anything would even come up, but then I saw like a bunch, and I was like, "Wow!" Like to the point where I made a folder on my phone. Like now it has like five hundred images, wow. and um, it was like there was this one post that specifically stuck to me, where I was like, "You are allowed to grow and change," and even though that may not seem like that. sorry Uh, like that um big of a saying like that's kind of you know a little bit cliche but at the same time it was like just because i was going through it and i kind of felt like oh wait like some like there's somebody else like i'm not alone in this you know and so that kind of started that's when uh, i wanted to kind of make stuff that other people who were going through a hard time or who didn't get it for example if somebody never gone through heartbreak or who's never gone through betrayal or stuff like that they won't get it and they kind of will lack that empathy but to see something online and
1: something on your phone that you can easily relate to, that's kind of how it all started. I think a lot of people can go back to Tumblr and say, hey, that was my awakening to insert anything here. Because Tumblr, back in the day, dude, I, oh my God, I used to spend hours on it. It was like the way that I found maybe my creative side. It was the way that I got into poetry, actually, along with you know watching spoken word on YouTube. But oh my gosh, Tumblr, I miss it. I miss it every day. And I think that you totally get what I'm saying right now. Um, I find it really beautiful that you create as a way to connect with people. I find that amazing. And um, a lot of your work is very vulnerable. um, And I've noticed that even before you just said it right now. What kind of feedback have you gotten from people now that you're sharing your work?
2: I think a majority of it has been really positive a lot of it for example if it's the person that is who it's inspired by sometimes would be kind of like oh okay i really did not want my personal belongings online but after a while it kind of becomes to realize that it has nothing to do with the other person in a way it's genuinely just my relationship to that person and a lot of the times that people i don't know like or i don't know that well have messaged me like i made a post that was like the story of your absence and it was just like me and my personal experience someone else but this girl that I haven't talked to in ages just came up to me. She was like, thank you so much for posting this. And I was like, oh, wow, okay, cool, thank you. And then she's like, because I thought I was alone. I thought I was the only one who felt this way. And it's it made me kind of sad because I was like, "Like heartbreak is one of the most universal emotions, yet everybody feels so alone when it's happening to them. And it shouldn't feel like that, you know? It's, especially when you're going through it. Like, you want someone else there.
1: Beautiful.
0: So, Shaykh, of have Followed you on Instagram on Coffee and Castoffs. Yeah. This is at Coffee and Castoffs. And I have to be honest with you, I love your style. This is really unique. And I'm really curious, what's the inspiration behind your choice of color, the the way you 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 paint and, and, and express your art? Please, th- talk to us about it.
2: I think it kind of pretty much started with the fact that I genuinely... Um, like I said, I couldn't draw. And that was one of the main reasons I never used to draw to begin with. It was because I never could draw realistically. So I told myself that I can't draw to begin with. And then when it was kind of got to the point where it was like when you have nothing else to lose and it's just like... I had a certain moment and I was I was in the car with my friend and I told you guys back in like February and I was driving with her and I'd, I'd seen, you know how those yellow flowers that come up
0: mm-hmm, in the middle of like mm-hmm. winter?
2: So I saw them and I was like, wow, like I was at a point where I really didn't want to be in Kuwait and I really didn't want to be here and I wanted to like, I just felt like I was so here alone. And I looked at it and I was like, wow, like there's really nowhere else I'd rather be but right now here with my friend in this car looking at that flower. Beautiful. And so I just the only way that i could show that was through drawing and for the first time i didn't care what it looked like you know and i remember i posted it on twitter i didn't even post it on instagram because i was really not proud of it whatsoever and my sister came into my room. she was like oh that's really good and i was like are you joking like i'm sorry would you have bad taste like just say it right here but um, then uh, after that once i started seeing the feedback i knew that the work wasn't good i know that it didn't look aesthetically pleasing but a year later now it's finally getting to that point where I look at it and I'm like, oh, I actually do like this. Or like, it will come up on my feed and I'll be like, oh, who did that? And I'm like, oh wait, that's me, you know? And a lot of the way that I draw, it was never, like that's actually how I found the way that I started drawing is that I wasn't trying to be anything else, I just, it was literally from my head to my hand, like actually it wasn't even from my head, it was just whatever my hand could do and looked good, so I was like, okay, whatever, looks good enough, looks like a nose, sorry. (laughs) <laughs>
0: um like you just went on and you like drawing and painting without even judging yourself
2: like i know i judge myself a lot way too much actually but it's just like okay خلاص, like what a, like i had nothing like what what who's what's anybody gonna say you know what i mean like i'm just doing my best here so if anyone's gonna judge me an artist would never judge another artist because they're like, Oh, we know how bad it is. Like we know how sucky everybody true, is in true. the beginning. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like that's also another aspect of it being vulnerable. The fact that I couldn't draw like everybody else that made it that, that like added to the vulnerability where it looked really raw and it looked like I was just genuinely making to deal with what I was going through. Hmm. That's, that's
0: beautiful. I have a feeling that maybe like one day the band, the they, they King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard. If you guys, if you, if anyone knows this band and familiar with the um the album covers and art, you're gonna love Sheikha's stuff. Uh, I know that she's not like trying to um, you know imitate anything from there. They're not an inspiration by any chance.
2: No, not at all. I just found out about them a couple of months ago. Oh, I was okay. so surprised when my friend
1: was like, "Oh, you your art is like this," and I was like, "Oh, wow, it really is."
0: Yeah. It's but,
1: honestly something that I've never seen before. Oh like really? your stuff like I have never seen anything similar to that ever and I just really love the uniqueness. Like as soon as I see it I know that's Sheikha's work, you that, know? And I love that about yeah.
2: it. I've heard people say that to me but I was uh, that it blows my mind because I'm like, "Oh wow, really?" because when I make something it kind of just Someone was once like to me, they're like, oh, you're going, like, even if it's, let's say, like, so I went through something last year, and I'll, d- like, a new thought will come up, and I'll draw it up, and my friend will come to me, she's like, are you still going through this? Like, are you okay? And I'm like, actually, I'm totally fine. It's just that I make, I think, I make, and then it
1: it, it flows through me, and I don't try to hold on to the feeling. It's just gone.
2: Mm.
1: So, yeah. So, do you use creativity or creating as a way to get through things? Yeah. You right do? Right. Okay. A lot of a lot of our intervie- interviewees, the people who have come onto the podcast so far, have said that, and I think that's amazing. Like, I feel like this is some kind of connection throughout all the different kinds of people who craft. They don't do it as like, okay, let's let me make something, and there's nothing behind it. I think it's more like let me make something so that I can pour out what I'm feeling, and I really love that.
0: Although we've met people who are actually doing it for the sake of they believe they are artists, and they are capable of making art. And then they, like maybe uh, we can uh, talk about Sara Shwery, and Layla, the writer, Layla Layla. Ammar, she was talking about when she writes, she shouldn't like wait for the, you know, the muse or something that, you know, or when, when she writes, she doesn't really write because she has something like a message, but she has this imagination, right? Yeah, discipline. Uh, yeah, discipline. Yeah, yeah. I think
1: I think there's a beautiful um, kind of like a relationship. I would say a beautiful relationship between feeling something and then pouring it out, but at the same time having the discipline to create consistently as well. Like um, Sheikha, you create pretty consistently. I think that you post on your Instagram almost every single day, correct? How do you have that consistency?
2: It kind of, it comes with, uh, like I said, because of the fact that everything I do is centered around my feelings and the way that I feel, I've become extremely mindful of the way that I feel. That if anything, anybody says something to me, like one of the posts that I did where it was like, don't be so full of yourself. That was an actual moment with a girl with me in university. Who, it wasn't supposed to be mean or any, not even malicious, but it was just in the moment where I was like, oh, this would be a good illustration idea. And that actually became a thing between me and my friend who was, a, I was an illustrator as well. And we're like, oh, this is an uh, illustration worthy moment. And so because of becoming extremely mindful to the things that are happening around me and then like I just want to draw it like it just feels so natural it feels like instinct like this is what like that's what my hand wants to do at all times and even when I procrastinate I don't go on my phone I draw Mm. so that kind of just making and the thing is the way that I feel like I don't like I I can't even describe it because it just feels so natural to make 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 and uh, yeah yeah.
1: Do you think that you got this way where um, illustrating has become supernatural to you, with some like extension of your hand, out of years and time, or an experience, or has it been like a journey or a process to get there?
2: I think it was a journey and a process to get there. In terms of, for example, like a majority of all my work from I think February up until December of two thousand and eighteen was just sad. Like it was just sad, and I feel no shame. You know, it's so what. It's sad, and so. I think, but once I stopped being sad, I was like, it kind of was like a loss of identity. It was like, now what do I do with all this? Like I have, I have no, nothing to draw, but I think it was kind of like, imagine if I'd gone to therapy every single day, but instead of going to therapy, I was drawing and that kind of built a foundation for me to become mindful to my other emotions if that mm, makes sense okay. that i'd become so used to this feeling of like okay like oh heartbreak sadness all you know all the bad stuff but then when like the good things would happen i'd be like oh so what do, how does how do i make this an illustration you know, like, what does that even look like? Or when I'm looking back, for example, into a relationship and I'm like, I'm remembering the good stuff that happened. I'm like, okay, but I don't know how to draw that because all I've ever drawn for the last eight months was like sadness. But then it, that was the foundation for everything else pretty much that I kind of uh, it built itself. Like, it kind of like, imagine if it was like a house, like I'd already built the house.
1: I was just kind of decorating the furniture now, like moving it around. Yeah. yeah. I think, I think that a lot of creatives have this isu- has this issue. Like um, a lot of people pick up some kind of hobby after a heartbreak or after some kind of sad and depressing thing happens to them. And then after the sad and depressing thing has faded away, they're like, whoa, okay, what do I do now yeah, with all this happy? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> who am I and what do I make? I know that um, I write more poetry when I am uh, not feeling really well um, or when I'm feeling really low. And then once I'm happy, I'm just kind of like, uh, you know, what am I going to do? What am I going to write about? Like, what's what's even the point of writing? And there's this misconception. There's a misconception that you can only create or can only write if you are feeling glow, like happy poets. I think there's like a poem, poetry quote, like happy poets don't write good poetry or something like that. I've heard this before. And I think it's similar when it comes to illustration. So it's amazing that you're able to create and get through this sad period of time. But then once the house was built, you're able to look around and redecorate. I think it's amazing that you got to this point um, and developed this mindfulness. I would like
0: to uh, share something from the book uh, that I've read recently. It's called The Passion Paradox. And it's written by Brad Stolberg and Steve Magnus. I don't know if I'm like pronouncing his name correctly or not, but I guess I did enough. Uh, but in the book, they actually talk about how people can be can get passionate about things, and only in the period where they think like, like passion is a refuge, like they can just go to hide from something, or like they're sad so they can express. Or they like furious that they can't work out. You get what I'm saying? Like, like, like they need a reason to actually initiate or or trigger what's what they are passionate about. And in the book, this is what they uh, have talked about in, in the beginning of the book. Is this is the, considered one of the most not recommended, you know, way to be passionate about anything you know so you need somehow to detach okay what you are passionate about from what how you feel so the idea from the book is letting, telling people like you have you shouldn't be attached or you shouldn't attach your passion to a specific mood or days or event yeah cuz each event has its own creativity or passion uh, tools and so you can use
1: right so i think maybe what you're trying to say here Salud, is what i'm understanding is that sheikha even though she wasn't feeling the same feelings that she was before once you said december came around or was it october uh,
2: around december yeah around
1: december once december came around um you stopped feeling so much heartbreak you stopped feeling uh so sad and then you started to create from a different feeling and so what you're saying salul is that you should ride the wave of every feeling that you have and then create anyway and have this kind of passion anyway. I I totally agree with you. I think if you wait until you're sad to make something, you're going to make, you know, nothing sometimes. And
2: you kind of prevent yourself from making anything in general. Like, uh, uh, there was this, uh, for example, like a couple of months after December, I was... uh, I was talking to a friend and I was telling her, I was like, oh, but I feel about this way. I feel this way. And then she's like, why don't you make an illustration about it? And I was like, no, no, but I was already like, I'd already gotten past all the sad stuff. Like, I can't go back to it now. And then she's like, okay, but who cares? And I was like, you know what? Who cares indeed? <laughs> and so, um, but the thing is, is like when, when you're kind of in that mindset and you just like, the idea of, for example, like, imagine you're going through something and then you put in the back of your head that, okay, I'm gonna, I wanna be super mindful about the way that I'm feeling in the next two weeks because I wanna, like, deal with it or create something out of it. It makes you acutely aware to everything you're going through, which is what I really like. And, like, what you said, that genuinely, like, riding the wave of every single emotion, like, that's, I feel like it makes you feel more, makes you more of a person. And honestly made me feel more alive. You know, like, everything that I was going through, I was just, like, Even if I didn't draw it, because I physically can't draw everything that I'm going through, you know, it's like, I wouldn't, I would have to quit my job. I'd have to drop out of university, like, be a full-time job just to be myself. But, uh... That I think that was one of the best things that it just made me aware of every single other emotion that in, it wasn't just like, I made, I think a illustration once about like healing is not linear or something like that, where it was like, people think that it's okay. Like every day is just like happy, sad, angry, happy, sad, angry. But in between that, there's like a million different emotions, which is like, okay, you're nostalgic and then you're heartbroken. And then maybe you're bored and then maybe you're frustrated or you're lonely and every like, all those feelings go into like sadness or go into happiness. So you can't. A lot of the times when people are, for example, like really sad or like I'm so lonely, and it's like no, actually you're bored.
1: Like literally, get a hobby, join a club, like go to the gym, you know. Yeah. So Sheikha, you're super vulnerable in your work, and I think that has had a connection with your audience, and your audience is growing every day, and I think that's amazing. Um, I'm wondering what. Prompted you, or what caused you to be so vulnerable in your work?
2: Uh, well, it started off where I was. Uh, I've listened to a couple of podcasts where people had brought up the researcher Brené Brown, and then I found out that she had had a TED talk, and she basically st- uh, researches. Uh, I think most people know about the shame and vulnerability and heartbreak and loss, and uh, one of the main things she says was the specifics, uh, like sentence where it says vulnerability creates connection. I think she has a, a quote that but I, kind of structured the way that I see vulnerability in my work, was that she said, Vulnerability sounds like truth and feels like tr- courage. Truth and courage aren't always comfortable, but they're never a weakness. And I felt like that was uh, the main thing that kind of uh, changed the way I perceived vulnerability because I always kind of used to see it as kind of a weakness before. Like, I'd be like, whenever I... You know, everyone kind of has this perception where if you see someone going like through something... Um, it's uh, I feel like it's a human response to be like, oh, why is she being so dramatic about it? You know, like it's not that big of a deal, you know, but then and so I thought if I was vulnerable, then that would equal to weakness. You know, people could see that, you know, like there was something going on and you everybody always on Instagram wants to give off this perception that they're, you know, I'm having the. I'm having the most amazing time. I'm not going through it. I'm so successful. I'm so happy. I'm so fit, you know, but nobody is actually like that. And I feel like that's what I wanted to show mainly. And that was the quote that kind of flipped the switch for me. That people who are actually vulnerable and are totally actually in check with their emotions will never truly see you as dramatic or
1: they'll never see you as weak. They'll just see you as actually brave because you're not afraid of putting what you're going through out there. It is brave. It totally is brave, Sheikha. Honestly, um, some of your stuff I connect with on another level and I've heard others say this similarly. Like, okay, Sheikha is like, totally putting it all out there and she's doing an amazing job at it so do you believe that creatives should inject vulnerability in their work or is it something for some people and not for all
2: i think creatives should try it out and maybe see if they like it because something that i realized i remember i heard oprah once say this uh, and she was saying she's like people can always feel when you're being authentic If you're faking something if you're faking being creative if you're faking being whatever you're going through people will feel it and people don't respond and that's why people don't respond or they don't act like there is no connection to you but when you are being authentic and you're you're showing what you're going through and there's no lie to it there's no filter people can feel it and it'll resonate with them because they'll be like oh i thought i was the only one you know and then they'll create a connection like people i've never known people i don't even know come up to me and they're like oh i love your illustrations and i'm like oh wow like sorry but who are you but thanks you know (laughs) and it's because i think they can tell that i'm genuinely being authentic like i'm not afraid of what i'm going through it take it took a year to figure this out and to be able to say this proudly but Because before I was really insecure about it, I used to, like, if I didn't get enough likes, or for example, or something like that, I'd be like, oh, people, like, everyone's thinking this, and then it's like, nobody actually cares, you know? Like, nobody cares that much, but even if it just affects one person, it made a difference. And so that's why I feel like maybe creatives should try it out, because it might unlock a new branch into their work that, or into themselves that
1: they didn't know existed. I think even if someone doesn't like your work they literally don't like it for a half second and then they keep scrolling, scrolling. by exactly. yeah i've realized that recently and i was just like okay even if i'm performing a poem that people don't like they're just going to forget about it as soon as the next person goes up
0: this is actually really really interesting realization and from you as an artist to say it out loud like this i'm i'm, I'm admiring this you know like that's beautiful like you actually be fine with the. Like, the ups and downs of your journey, you know, and
1: ten likes and a hundred likes, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, like,
0: and being vulnerable, I guess, maybe would be giving you the chance to be relatable to others, if I may say that. Although I'm like, I'm not uh, an advocate of being being vulnerable, and but this is maybe there for another uh, episode, you know. I'm not. I like. I, I want not me, not Muhammad Sirul. I wouldn't say. Oh, you have to be vulnerable. You express your feelings, and uh, it's not me. It's not like I'm. It's
1: uh, a dude thing. It's not you.
0: Uh, <laughs> probably, but I wouldn't. I wouldn't be like the man who actually uh, advocate the idea. Although now, when you, check it, you just described it, when it comes to your art and and your creativity, it 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 showed something else that I've never seen before. And it's like maybe actually, if you become more vulnerable, I guess you would be able to, you know, connect.
1: Reach to more people. Reach yeah. more, yeah.
2: Actually, yeah. I've heard the opposite where, for example, like let's say a friend of mine would draw something and let's say she'd draw a flower and she'd get like 100 likes. And I would draw something, let's say, like I'm going through it and then i post something and then I'd get like 40 likes. And I'm like, okay, but... Ooh. What is she doing that I'm not doing? And, you know, that sense of comparison and because you just want to be better, you know? And so then I told a friend of mine, I was like, I don't get it. Like, what am I not doing that's, like, holding me back? And she was saying, she was like, look, just as how much people want to connect and they want to see that I'm not alone, people don't want to admit that they're going through that as well. Like, it's uncomfortable to some people. For example, if they see something like that, they'll be like, oh, uh, no, I don't want to talk about that. I don't want to deal with that. I'm going to scroll past it and pretend I never saw it, Mm. you know? and that does happen a lot and it puts people in in an uncomfortable situation because they have to for example let's say not maybe the people who are looking at it online the people i'm drawing about they it puts them in a situation where they have to re-examine themselves because how rarely do we see how how early do we see the way that someone else would treat you from your own perspective, if that mm-hmm. makes sense? Yeah. Like if me and you, like if me and Awad had a fight and you walk away and you tell Muhammad what happened, you would never actually see my perspective unless I said it to you. But if you open Instagram and I do a drawing about it, maybe I'm not that, you can't see exactly who I'm what I'm talking about, but you'd see my perception and you'd see my perspective, but from a different point of view. And I feel like I lost my train of thought
1: it gives you a new it gives you a new perspective on on the the things that like okay uh, everybody wants their train of thought um, <laughs> it gives us a new perspective on the day-to-day happenings I think of our lives and I totally understand what you're saying about people maybe not always connecting like sometimes people will shut down if they see something that hits too deep or is too painful and I know that I've been through that too as a As someone who's scrolling through my feed, if I see something super painful, I'm not always going to like it or share it or comment on it. But I know that it causes a kind of like, ugh, I have to face this kind of thing. Um, I want to ask you, Sheikha, how do you get past the fear of being vulnerable?
2: I think genuinely just by making. I think it's kind of like it's... It's kind of like um, like a little kid going off to kindergarten. Like the first time they'll cry, the second time they'll cry, but then after a while they kind of get used to feeling the way that they do, and the emotions that I have that come before I post something or come before I like draw or something like that. I'm so used to those feelings that now i think because i'm on the other side so it's easier to talk but i'm guessing for someone else who's never been there you genuinely just have to think okay but what's more important here and what's like okay never dealing with my emotions and never creating art that maybe means something to me or having a tough emotion that will eventually pass because it will and you will learn like you'll learn something different from that that moment you know what i mean have you ever been embarrassed by anything that you've posted? A lot of the stuff I've posted, I feel embarrassed about. Like there is a lot of stuff that I want to take down, that but I don't because, like for example, like a couple of uh, I think it happened yesterday. So last year I made a post about like uh, uh, female hygiene products, you know, and kind of the taboo that people have with it. And I was so nervous about posting that because I was like, "What's my mom gonna say? What are my sisters gonna say? What is everyone gonna say?" And then like and and I, I just posted it, but then I actually got a really good response. And then a year later, which is now, my friend had was tagging different people on that post. She's like, Oh, look at this. This is the thing I was telling you about. And I was like, Oh, someone is talking about that from a year later. The moment a moment that I thought was gonna be so embarrassing. And I thought, oh no, I really shouldn't talk about this. Cause it was genuine, like it's such a personal experience going to the supermarket and buying those products, you know? And I'm taking it and I'm putting it on Instagram. And so it does, it does feel embarrassing and it does feel like, oh, but then I think, okay, but embarrassment, everyone feels embarrassed. You know, like this is such a normal human emotion and actually just gives another layer to the work, you know, for Because if I do it, then somebody else doesn't have to do it. Like if I post about my heartbreak, you don't have to post about your heartbreak. Like it's okay. Learn from my exp- mistakes. <laughs> Taking one for the team. Yeah, huh? pretty Sacrifice. <laughs> much.
0: Sacrifice. <laughs> Sheikha, where can we find uh, your, your art is going to be on Instagram at, can you please tell us uh,
2: uh, coffee and castoffs. It's a weird name, I know.
0: Which is amazing. Are we gonna have to wrap it up? Um,
1: Sheikha, I have one last question though. Are you going to draw this experience? Well, do no, I not? <laughs> <why> I actually <laughs> oh <God>. want to. <laughs> no, because I never draw like just. I'm actually want to draw
2: everyday moments more often. I feel like it's. Uh, like I was the other day I was drawing this girl on a subway and obviously we don't have subways so that's not relatable but uh, it feels nice to draw more scenes like that's actually where my artwork is shifting now really yeah because I think for a very long time it was uh, self-care and now it's kind of like okay but myself like I just want to draw what I'm going through and that's why all of my illustrations I'm pretty much like main character and everything you can pretty
1: much tell what timeline it is based on my hair length Oh wow. (laughs) Yeah, seriously, just if you notice it, it's there. That's very cool. That's (laughs) That's amazing. All right, Sheikha, thank you so much for being here and sharing your work so vulnerably and so uh, authentically. We really appreciate it. Thank you so much for having me.
0: Thank you.